0: Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to
1: $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang.
2: It's an exciting opportunity, you know, and Marcus has been a very decorated player for his, you know, his the entirety of his career uh, for the teams that he's played for, and um, he's always been a guy that you know, I, I've coached against him a number of times, and you know, when you're playing against him, you always know where he's at because there's a chance you might not want to throw at him. You know, and again, players earn that opportunity and earn that earn that status, not not coaches or anybody else. And um, you know, he's just he's had a he's a very intelligent football player. Uh, he had multiple opportunities to sit down and talk with him. Um, very bright, understands the game. Uh, really, a mature, uh, intelligent guy in terms of defensive structure, coverages, reading route patterns, etc. Um, very impressed with that. Um, and he wants to be a Raider. You know and. And so it was exciting for us to be able to uh, make that happen and excited to put him in with our group. And I know he's eager to get to work.
1: Welcome everybody to the takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Fang. Today, joined by NFL alumnus, Mark McMillan. I'm very excited to have him here on the show with me. But first, before we get into the interview with Mark, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you are checking out the show, whether it's on YouTube or on one of our audio platforms. Of course, you can find this podcast wherever you find your shows and podcasts and whatnot. And we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download that app today. All right, Mark, I'm so excited. Long overdue to get you here on the show (laughs) with takeaways. Uh, You've been so busy. Next level chef Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) I mean, you've been all over the country doing things for charity, doing things with your um, grilling with McMillan cooking and everything that you've put together. I mean, it's really impressive on top of your NFL career, a CBS. I forgot to mention CBS analyst. Yeah. All of the things that you are doing. I mean, what has it been like for you? First of all, just as of late.
0: Um, it. You know, this morning I woke up and I just thank God for just blessing me with this platform. Um, it's it's still surreal. You know, I just got to keep going. I try not to uh, focus on you know what I've accomplished. I just continue to focus on the goal and. Uh, that's to just help out as, as much as I can and use my platform to, uh, to help others out. You know, uh, you know, yeah. obviously uh, being on Gordon Ramsey show, next level chef was like shocking to everybody, uh, even to myself, you know, just a home cook. And all of a sudden I'm flying to London, England. Yeah. Uh, and everybody, everybody around the organization is like, where are you? You know, no one knew who I was, I just disappeared. Uh, but you know, it's been, it's been great. You know, I've been able to, uh, Open up a lot of doors for some organizations uh, for kids. I just did my third annual uh, football camp for kids that's been harassed and bullied in Pennsylvania uh, a month ago. So we, we're we're excited about that, to continue to grow that program um, and to to, uh, to grow it all over the country, not just in Philadelphia. But I want to be able to do it here in Vegas, uh, as well as Phoenix and California, where I'm originally from, uh, to just try to bring awareness. Uh, as we know, social media can be brutal nowadays for these teenagers.
1: I'd be happy to come in there, hold some tackle pads, whatnot, (laughs) get on the sled, let kids push me. Um, Anyway, I can volunteer to help you out. You let me know. And I'm serious about that. Uh, (laughs) I'm all about that. I mean, when you look at the things you're doing, you also have something coming up with Evil Pie, where it looks like $7 a slice is also going to help with charity. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, this is our second uh, charity pizza that I've teamed up with uh, Evil Pie and Chef Richard uh, over there um, on Fremont Street. So we're excited. The first one was Nathan Addison uh, Hospice Care, where we raised over $1,800 uh, last year. And this year, we've partnered up with the St. Jude's Children's Ranch. Uh, so we're excited about that. And uh, me and my wife had a chance to go visit the ranch and uh, just see how it works and see where the money goes and just see how the staff just takes amazing care of these kids that's been through. I, I can't. I can't even describe all the trauma that these kids have been through, but these staff members uh, you know, cuddle these kids and, and try to get them back to to normal as possible. So we just decided to just dive all in and see how we can help. Um, and, and now we've got the uh, barbecue brisket pizza that's going to launch August 1st and is going to go through September. So they're giving us two months uh, to try to raise as much money as we can to go back to the uh, St. Jude's
1: Children's Ranch. Man, I love that. I, I, okay, and what you're doing is great, but you had me a beef brisket on pizza. I don't even know, my brain is still trying to process. I read actually some of the ingredients yeah. online that you have posted and the olive oil and the some jalapenos. Yeah.
0: You're talking yeah. my
1: style. Can, can, can you give away the full pizza slice that will be going out for charity in St. Jude's? Um, you know, I can't give away all the ingredients, okay. but it is going to Fair. have my
0: barbecue. It is going to have my sweet heat barbecue sauce on it as well that you can buy online. Uh, also, you can bar- buy my barbecue sauce at Barbecue Concepts here in L- Las Vegas as well. So the brand is expanding. But I knew, you know, just with that sweet heat, and then add some jalapenos on there. I know people were going to go nuts because it's it's got kind of like a little sweet and a little heat. And mm-hmm. who's, doing, who's doing brisket on a pizza? No one is doing that.
1: I remember. So once I went to Jamaica, and the guy asked me if I like my salties with my sweets. I I don't know why he said that, but and then I said what I liked, and he said, "Oh, you're liking the sweet heat, you know?" And I said, "Okay, I'm liking the sweet heat." So what you said right there is exactly up my alley. I'm gonna try to get down there too if I can. I don't know what you're doing a whole pie for, but I saw seven slices. I might just come around get a whole pie. Give out to charity and all that. There and then I, I feel really happy about eating the sweet heat. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next level chef was quite an experience, too. I watched that with you on there. Um, I know yeah. we did speak about that before, but when you, you look at um, the next level chef experience and like getting to work with Gordon Ramsay as somebody who's become this like, you know, uh, entrepreneur in the yeah. food um, arena yeah. for you, like, what is the experience like working with somebody like Gordon Ramsay on that show?
0: Uh, it was great, you know, obviously getting a call. And then, you know, when we get to London, you don't know who team you're going to be on. And then obviously uh, we get the call and the door opens up and Gordon Ramsey's run through the elevator. And we're like, I, they didn't show it on TV, but I literally rammed him up against the wall, uh, you know, but they didn't show that on TV. And I was just so excited. I just completely lost it. it was like, yes. come on, man. I went from in the in the media room with you guys to on the plane mm-hmm. in London, just disappeared off the earth. You did. Sitting in front of Gordon Ramsay, who's uh, the most popular chef right now uh, in the world. And, you know, being able to learn from him and uh, get yelled at, get screamed at a little bit. But, you know, just that experience alone, um, I I don't take that for granted because I know there is millions of professional chefs that will kill for that opportunity to learn from Gordon Ramsay. So I don't take that lightly. You know, I can continue to spread the word about the show. The show actually was the number one rated reality show ever. You know, we broke tons of records for that it. show uh, that aired aired right after the Super Bowl, and and they, they hit they hit the jackpot. and I hit the jackpot too. Two of my teams I played for, the Eagles and the Chiefs, end up playing in the Super Bowl, yeah. so they they capitalized on that as well.
1: Well, that's also why I did bring you on was because I did want to speak to you about uh, just what's happening right now with the Raiders. You mentioned an AFC Mm -hmm. West team right there that has been the king of the division, right? And obviously the NFL. (laughs) I've been watching Quarterback on Netflix too. That's really, I'm talking about reality
0: shows. I I tell a lot of people now, you know, uh, a lot of people get so harsh on these guys and talk about athletes. And Mm -hmm. I recommend everybody that talks about NFL players to watch this show and you have a found respect for what these quarterbacks have to go through and function and relay to, you know, 10 other guys within half a second, uh, you know, because and then you got guys coming at you to try to take off your head. So yeah, all you Monday morning quarterback guys on social media, watch that show. <laughs> It will give you a newfound respect for quarterbacks. (laughs) I
1: admit it does. And, you know, just looking at some of the bruises that Mahomes has and watching Kirk Cousins go into these ice baths where it's part of his routine to sit there on a Monday and then he's talking about he has six days to get ready. And then you think, well, nowadays, sometimes you got four, you know, when you go from a Sunday game and you travel and you get back and you're doing your walkthroughs and you're, you know, training uh, meetings and film and all that in the Thursday game preparation. I mean, That's just mind blowing to me (laughs) what the body goes through. And, you know, part of your career, you're known as Mighty Mouse for quite a while because you're the five, nine and under with the Randall Cunningham (laughs) show that you all did. And um, when you think about just your career, how you made it there, I mean, the tenacity that it took to really make it in this league as an undersized, you know, guy. I mean, what was that process and that, that like for you?
0: Um, you know, a lot of people don't know. I didn't play high. I didn't play football until my senior year of high school.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, so then I went to JUCO and played two years and then got a scholarship to Alabama and played two years. And by the time I was in the NFL, I've only played like five years of, of organized football, which is crazy, you know? So yeah. Just the process, getting drafted to the Eagles was was a blessing. I got a chance to play with, you know, uh, Eric Allen, uh, Jerome Brown, Reggie White. There were so many guys on that on that team. Randall Cunningham, uh, Herschel Walker, it, just the name of it. I can just go on about guys that was on that team and just going into that locker room and knowing that these guys uh, was established um, killers, trained killers back then, you know, you can really – take a guy head off and not worry about getting a penalty for it. So uh, just being able to crack their lineup as a rookie, being drafted as in the 10th round, not expected to make the team, uh, um, you know, it was always just so real. But, you know, I just kept at it. Uh, just the same mentality I still take today, whatever I put my mind to. I just I don't accept no for an answer and just keep it going. And, uh, you know, just seeing these guys playing the game today, um, it's a t- different ball game but you still gotta be mentally prepared. Um, You know, these guys are still hitting each other. They're actually bigger, stronger, faster now.
1: (laughs) Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient signup locations across town, at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there talk about the Chiefs being the kings of this AFC West division, and you see what the Raiders just did defensively in bringing in a guy like Marcus Peters, a homegrown Oakland guy, you know, when you think about the Raiders, I mean, that connection is there for him. Uh, Just ultimately, what do you think he brings to this team, even despite the fact that he may be getting up there in years?
0: Um, I I talked to Eric Allen about this yesterday. We were texting back and forth. I said, what do you think about this? What do you think about this pickup? He's like, Mac, this will be great uh, for the locker room. Um, you know, just for the mentality for the younger guys on how to be a pro. Um, you know, this guy has been leading the National Football League. I think he's got like twenty something more interceptions than the entire team with the Raiders mm. uh, yeah. in, in their career. So yeah. he's he's a ball hawk. He's a guy that I love when he was back in Kansas City. Um, obviously, you know his 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 mentality is a little different. But you need that on the corner. Um, you know, if you're gonna you need a guy that's gonna be crazy out there. That's gonna take some chances. That's not gonna back down from anybody. Um, you know what a treat guy from Oakland he gets to play for the Raiders Um, you know every kid that grew up in California including myself wanted to play for the Raiders and you know this guy you know his career is winding down but he has a a lot of knowledge how to play the game that he can pass on to these guys Uh, I'm excited to see him get after it Um, you know like I said I was a big fan of his when he was with the Chiefs so now I'm being able to see him live I'm excited to see this guy uh, perform and hopefully he can take those guys to the next level
1: when you look at him and Patrick Graham's system as well, when you think about where he could be placement, because I don't think there's any chance he's anything less than a starter, uh, yeah. and the, automatically comes in the field and tries to make an impact. But would you figure that he would fit more into a zone scheme or more into a man scheme at this point?
0: Um, he's always been in a man scheme uh, defense. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why he's, uh, you know, he's able to gamble. Uh, you know, because the ball has to come out quick. He reads the ball really well. Um, He gives up some big plays uh, every now and then, but, you know, you, you keep throwing it to his side sooner or later, he's going to pick it off and take it back for a touchdown. So hopefully uh, they can change the scheme a little bit. Um, You know, obviously you have Hobbs over there who can play man. So yeah. hopefully Graham will uh, uh, figure out some packages that he can blitz a little bit more. Um, You still have Crosby, you have Chandler Jones, you have the number one uh, pick out of Texas tech. So you got some guys that can put pressure on the quarterback and guys that can cover on the corner especially in this AFC, because these quarterbacks are throwing the ball a lot.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing I always think about when they look at the defense uh, that the Raiders are putting together is can they beat Patrick Mahomes? because (laughs) ultimately that's what it's going to come down to twice a year. And if you want to be a playoff contender, you at least got to get through it once. Right. So I I feel like that's, I mean, not necessarily, but you know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to beat the top guys, I think, to be able to get there. Um, When you look at Justin Herbert too, what he's able to do with the football. I mean, he's slinging it around and and really good accuracy on it. So overall, like when you talked about Tyree Wilson, Coming in, How much do you think this defense has improved with the, some of the guys that they now have brought in from like Robert Spillane to Marcus X yes. and uh, some of the other faces that will be new to this roster?
0: I think they improved a lot. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you get some veterans in the secondary. Obviously, the guy comes from the Eagles who has Super Bowl experience uh, that can play safety. Um, like I said, it it's, it's a good thing to have for Patrick Graham to have a, a defensive back room that guys are going to have to compete now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not going to be, you know, who's up next. It's like, uh, Mark, like you said, Marcus Peters, you can put him in as a starter. There's no way he's coming here to be a third down guy or, or a situational guy. Um, he's a guy that you set on the edge and, and you go out there and say, hey, guard this guy. Uh, but like I said, there's some quarterbacks in this division that um, the defense is uh, surrounding themselves, making some good offseason uh, deals. Um, this Marcus, that was a shock for me to, to see him, uh, you know, still out there. And for mm-hmm. the Raiders to get them, uh, showing that they are trying to win, you know they're trying to beef up their their defensive side of ball to win. You know, a lot of money uh, went into Jimmy G, so you know you got to sprinkle some of that over to the defensive side because you got to be able to stop some people.
1: There's a few more for you when you talked about, uh, just how much they have improved. And you mentioned some of the numbers earlier that, you know, uh, that, that Marcus Peters may have more interceptions than half of the team has in a career aspect. Then yeah. my thought with that too is just when, when you think about the. Lack of turnovers the Raiders were able oh, to create yeah. last year. Would you say that it falls more upon getting pressure up front, or that you know, looking for a, a playmaker like a Marcus Peters that's able to finally come in and set that tone in the locker room, like you mentioned, and be able to try to uplift these guys to to get after it in the ball in the secondary and be able to make some plays?
0: Yeah, it's all about a mentality when you're playing defensive back, uh, playing defense. Period is a mentality. Um, Like I said, they haven't had too many turnovers uh, over the last couple of years. I think they may have had four or five last year. And those were like, you know, game-ending, freak turnovers. Uh, But it's not a guys that's really getting after it and and going after the ball. And that's what Marcus Peters is going to bring to this team. He's going to go after the ball. Um, When you have a Max Crosby who's putting tons of pressure on the quarterback, uh, as a defensive back, man, you got to love Max because you know the ball has to come out fast. Because he's going to get to the quarterback sooner or later, and you know, hopefully that'll that help with these defensive backs. So you got to take chances, and you know, last year like they didn't they didn't want to pull the trigger. Um, a lot of guys were getting beat on on a lot of deep balls, and hopefully Marcus can come in and and say, "Hey, man, this this is a new this is a new gene. Let's let's just get after it."
1: So they have all these new uh, cornerbacks in the room and secondary in the room. Is there any particular player that you're looking forward to seeing the most right now, whether it's like Jaquorian Bennett or Christopher Smith or somebody like, you know, uh, Marcus Epps that we mentioned? Is there anyone in particular you're really looking forward to setting your eyes on?
0: I'm looking for Nate Hobbs. I'm looking to see how he's going to bounce back after uh, last year. He was up and down. He was hurt. Uh, I I think this might be his contract year. Um, you know, he, he's he been in the system well, several systems for a while, but I've, I've been high on uh, Nate, man. I, I really like the way he, uh, he, he goes about his business. Um, he has that mentality like a Marcus Peters. You know, if you can put both of those guys on the field at the same time with that mentality, it, it changes the secondary and it changes the way uh, Cramp Graham can call plays because you know he got guys out there that can cover. So I'm looking for uh, you know, Nate Hobbs to stay healthy. Um, to see how he bounces back because uh, the way these cornerbacks are getting paid nowadays, I'm sure he's looking at all these salaries and uh, hopefully he has a big year and um, he cashes in on his payday.
1: Yeah. I just saw Saquon Barkley get a rework deal from the Giants. And I'm wondering too, (laughs) if, you know, that kind of thing could work out for Josh Jacobs. We heard from Josh McDaniels this morning and McDaniels mentioned that they uh, are not anywhere closer to a deal than they already were. So uh, I imagine that means franchise tag, in which case if he tries to go outside, you know, then then the Raiders can match whatever offer that, as far as I understand, I would have to give up picks. So, I mean, and, ideal scenario for the Raiders is obviously he plays on the franchise tag, but for Josh Jacobs, he's looking to get paid. So yeah. uh, do you feel like Saquon Barkley's deal, which was, you know, um, about 11 million plus, I think, guaranteed plus a $2 million incentive, yeah. you know, does do you feel like that could set a tone, set a pace for what Josh Jacobs could get with the Raiders?
0: Um, I'm, I'm sure Josh looked at the deal and, and was like, <laughs> okay, he signed. But at the end of the day, I'm the NFL Russian leader. You know, I led the league and in, and. And rushing, I was the MVP of the team. I bet on myself. They didn't restructure my deal last year, so I took a chance and still came out. And all he did was just put up career numbers, Uh, you know, behind Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson and those guys. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's it's uh it's it sucks for the running back position because they're they're not as valuable uh, as other positions. And I feel for those guys because that's end of the day, you have to still be able to run the ball. Um, but, you know, you look at Pacheco over in Kansas City. I think they got him in like the third round out of uh, Rutgers. And you look at that, he's like, well, we can get running backs and just put them in our system and not have to pay these guys this franchise tag money. So um, hopefully Josh can get some get some money, man. Hopefully uh, may- maybe Jimmy G gives up a little bit. You know, maybe Jimmy G restructures his deal um, if it really means that much to you um, as a quarterback. And if I'm Jimmy G, I got to think about that because he's still going to get his money. Uh, you know, restructure your deal a little bit so Josh can come on in and because you're going to need Josh Jacobs. You know, I know they got some guys behind him, uh, but it, man, there's nothing like the Josh Jacobs behind you.
1: I love all of the insights that you gave me today. Mark, if there's anything that I missed that you would like to tell people about that you have coming up and where to find you on social media, now is that time.
0: Um, I'm just excited to get back to it. I know training camp. I'm excited to get back to the facility and see yeah. all my own. Uh, comrades, my media family, you know, <laughs> I, I'm I'm the media now, so yeah, I'm the guy behind the mic. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be back uh, with CBS to do the Raiders pre and post game show. So yes.
1: they're
0: here, so I'm excited about that. And it, uh, it let's let's go. I'm ready for some football.
1: I'm ready for some ribs. I really <laughs> I meant that when we talked last time. That yes. I was dead serious about getting together. <laughs> when my coals down right now, it is like scorching earth of the lava, you know, walking through like your king and kung fu. But we got to get together and do some ribs, have a cookout. We got to get that done for sure.
0: We'll make it happen. But make sure you go to Evil Pie and support uh, the St. Jude's Ranch and get that really McMillan barbecue brisket pizza.
1: Ooh, yes. The sweet heat. I can't stop this. All it's going to be in my head today is the sweet heat. I'm going to be thinking about that, thinking about you. i love that you came on to join me today. I really do appreciate it, Mark. Uh, For Mark McMillan, I'm Heidi Fang. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town, at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.